Welcome to Terminal Talk, a podcast on mainframe and mainframe-related topics. I'm Frank. And I am Jeff. And today we have a great guest, Tom McPherson, who's the VP of Platform Services for IBM Cloud. So, um, Tom, even though you're in cloud, you have a you have a long mainframe background, right? Yeah. Hey, Frank. Hey, Jeff. Um, I yeah. do. So I have a mainframe background where I started in processor development in Z, uh, right around the time frame of the initial CMOS microprocessors. So yes, I'm dating myself on that one. Um, <laughs> so I moved from, I moved from uh, being in microprocessor design to leading the microprocessor development team and then moved over to system development where I led system development, um, especially for the EC12, Z13, and Z14 systems before moving to public cloud. And, and I think the timing was good when I moved to public cloud because it was the beginning of the massive transformation work we were driving in IBM public cloud that also integrated Z deeper into our public cloud. Um, so that the timing was good with that. And within public cloud, I'm responsible for all compute services, including Z and power and the base services for the virtual private cloud, including user experience, performance, release, en- release engineering, platform level testing. So, you know, I'm kind of embedded in the compute services in the IBM public, public cloud. The, the analogy that I see is like when I was in Z for a lot of years, we were, from my view, building technology with people on our teams that are among the best in the world at their crafts. And they also happen mm-hmm. to be my friends. And in, uh, in public cloud right now, we're kind of in the, we're emerging in that journey of maturity in terms of getting a very strong development team with more enterprise thinking, more platform level thinking. So really exciting time in the cloud. And in a lot of ways, we're trying to take some of the DNA we have from systems group and bring that thinking, that enterprise thinking, the design thinking, the good offering management, and bring that into public cloud now. And that's been part of the transformation over the last few years. Cloud cloud is uh, one of those things where if you walk into a room of 20 people and you say cloud, I think everyone has a different uh, different thought bubble going on over their head. Can you kind of help us kind of scope down what cloud means specifically to um, someone who you know traditionally has uh, run on premises, uh, run their own workloads, applications? What are like the the key pillars that this brings to them? Sure. Um, so I'll talk about it from a client point of view, and then I'll flip and talk about it a little bit from what it means to develop within a cloud service versus developing a product mindset. So from a a client point of view, obviously cloud is the basis for almost all of the innovation going forward. And when I say cloud, it's inclusive of public cloud, private cloud, dedicated cloud, and making up kind of the hybrid cloud platform we talk about at the IBM level, that's really the pillar of our strategy. So if you get down to the base attributes that the the base values that the cloud gives you, it's really around agility, speed to market. 
it does enable a step function improvement in speed in deploying applications in different geographies and employing different applications in one geography versus another you know the elasticity that you have in terms of compute capabilities right it's this illusion of infinite capacity mindset that you can have where you have an api that talks to a public cloud and through that api you can deploy anywhere in the world and enable higher velocity for your business and gain the values from that. And what I would say the difference now is we're moving, we're really in the beginning phases of the cloud journey where it's mostly been, you know, kind of lift and shift and some cloud native workloads, but there's a massive amount. In fact, more than 80% of the workloads have not taken on the cloud journey yet and that's where their strengths in the IBM strategy around hybrid cloud. I was reading about and I, I don't know how true this is it kind of gets passed around as like urban legend but the the origins of of Amazon's web services basically that if we're building these things for ourselves and they're great why don't we just make them available to others? Do you think that's a viable path forward for Z customers who have been building their own, you know, internal services and can maybe make them available as an additional revenue stream? Absolutely. I mean, I see that. I've seen that when I was in Z, where you see some of the larger banking clients offer services to other banks or large insurance companies offering services to other uh, highly regulated clients and partners in their Mm -hmm. industry. And in fact, we're doing that. Um, in public cloud, where we have a dedicated MZR that stands for multi-zone region, which are three ge- geographically spaced data centers that form one multi-zone region, and it's a dedicated multi-zone region for BMPP that's also using that cloud to offer services to other partners. So that's definitely a model we we follow. So you've been seeing, uh, you've been spending uh, some time now as a Z person um, in our public cloud space. Do, do you see um, Z as uh, the key differentiator for for the IBM public cloud? You know, I really do, and it's it's something. When I came into cloud almost three years ago, um, I had, you know, just I've seen, I've lived the greatness of the Z platform, and I and I brought that here, brought here. that mindset. <laughs> I brought that mindset in with me, and I was thinking, you know, I'm going to help convince the clients and others of why Z is good in the public cloud. But if, quite frankly, I didn't have to play that role. It kind of came naturally. So if you look at how how Z started in the public cloud in the 2018 timeframe with blockchain and Frank, I know you've always been a proponent in driving a lot of, I'll call it public, public cloud mindset um, and connecting Z to the public cloud capabilities. Um, I, I saw that developing throughout the last two and a half years and every client presentation that I give now and you talk to Hillary Hunter and I'm sure she'll say a similar thing. All of us that present to clients now, 
in the first couple of pages or the first few sentences, you're starting to mention Z, you're starting to mention keep your own key, FIPS 140-2 level four, right? Hearing hearing more pe- hearing people outside of Z say FIPS 140-2 level four is <laughs> quite uh <laughs> it's all the rage. Awesome. It's all the rage now, and that's what uh you hear all the time and it resonates with clients and it connects what's so powerful about it is when I was in Z, there was a feeling sometimes that the mainframe part of a shop in a client um, was somehow being left out from the public cloud journey within that client. And I think mm-hmm. we've done the market forces, the technology capabilities in the platform have like eliminated that boundary now where I, I bet you most mainframe shops within our clients now see very clearly the Z value in public cloud and um, have that bridge with the pub, with the journey to public cloud within the client. And that it's even amplified more when you look at OpenShift and you look at our hybrid cloud platform and cloud packs, it connects it all together really well at the IBM level in terms of a hybrid cloud platform with Z as like a top citizen in that platform. So I think it's, it's connected well together. I remember when uh, we had Elizabeth Joseph on, uh, I guess it was last year. Um, She was new to the Z world coming from a a distributed world. And she was saying that there's a lot that she's discovering in the Z community where things that uh, are typically struggled with are just a solved problem um, in, you know, typically in like networking and scalability, availability, that kind of thing. Do you find yourself kind of walking into those types of situations where you can leverage your, your past life uh, in this public cloud world? Yeah, I, I see two situations. I see the situation where the Z platform is uh, very far ahead of anything else offered in a public cloud. And that's specifically in areas like encryption, pervasive encryption, um, confidential computing. So there, there's areas where I think Z is ahead and will always remain ahead just because of the necessities and the, the innovation we drive in the Z platform. And then I see other areas uh, that we've done in Z years ago, like secure boot, end-to-end attestation, um, specific hypervisor kernel hardening that we're doing for uh, you know overall x86 but that hardening work has been done many years ago and in, in in z so i see a lot of parallels that we're driving in that area and it's definitely when, when you bring a z person and there's there's a lot more systems people that have moved into the public cloud and that's where their strengths are in terms of driving enterprise level innovation that we've done in systems for a long time and now bringing that to public cloud. That's, that's really uh, reassuring to hear <laughs> and, and actually exciting to hear. So um, you, you've been doing this now for like two years, right? The, the almost cloud. three, almost three, almost three. Years. Yeah. So, uh, and when you were in Z, you were primarily, uh, a hardware guy, right? Um, um, you came from a hardware background. How was how was it to make that shift to to really be focusing on software 
uh, and software um, issues as opposed to kind of the hardware world? Yeah, it's a good question. And that's, I, I do think about that journey a lot. Um, so I would say in Z, I moved from kind of pure hardware in processor development to hardware, firmware, and, you know, the OS knowledge needed to make sure we're GAing systems on time when I was in system development in Z. And then when I moved into public cloud, I was first responsible for a combination of hardware and software when we were developing the next gen infrastructure that we now have in our public cloud. But about a year ago, I moved to all software, which is really providing and you know developing and deploying the compute services in our public cloud. And there, there's a few differences that I see. Um, one of them is you know there's a lot of forgiveness. I, I sleep better at night when I have bugs in software that I know <laughs> that, I, <laughs> that I don't have to wait. You know, whereas if I had a bug in hardware and processor, it could mean a six month problem. So right. there's there's a you know there's more freedom in, in iterating quickly in, in pure software development, but there's also a difference in terms of developing a service versus developing a product mindset that you get when you move to cloud, and it's really around um, developing and operating the service as one activity and also keeping the service compliant and security patched and having the instrumentation and telemetry around the service that lets you uh, determine if we're, if we're seeing incidents, if, if we're seeing problems that we want to catch before the client sees them. And you're also constantly updating, like sometimes daily, sometimes multiple times a day, you're doing continuous deployment and updating these services across, in in my case, 21 data centers right now, because it's all the, the seven multi-zone regions times three data centers each. So there, there's a lot of uh, really agility in this space where you're, you're constantly deploying, developing, instrumenting, and it's changing all the time. I, th- I think it's great that you have that perspective. And I also think it's, it's kind of funny that when you Typically, when we talk about uh, taking on a new job role, we really, really focus on the skills that we have currently on hand that are immediately relevant to that new role. But within IBM, specifically with Z, um, a lot of people have this, you know, this kind of, um, I don't want to say checkered, but not linear <laughs> path getting into into that role. And it's like, I, I don't know how this will play in and help me, but I know that at some point it will. And somebody working in, in microprocessor design, it, it might not seem relevant at all, but I'm sure there have been times that it, it's come up or you've been able to, you know, bring something new to the conversation that wouldn't be there otherwise. Yep. I see that. I see, you know, what I see is if you can understand the platform level view and and have this the mindset that you get by working in Z for a lot of years is it is about the platform you know and, and in Z we say it's you know it's from silicon to middleware in cloud you could say it's from under cloud the under cloud which is the you know the base firmware and, and infrastructure level all the way up to the API 
So it's a similar analogy where if you understand platforms and how to optimize and co-design across a stack, which everybody in Z kind of inherits that, that's in the DNA. That is also what we evolved to in cloud now. And it's just, it's becoming more and more of optimizing around a platform. And when you take the IBM specific public cloud, we're driving to this financial services cloud. We, we have it now where it's really about optimizing the platform to highly regulated workloads, starting with financial services. And you could see us where this model would could replicate and get applied to many other highly regulated industries. We're starting with financial services. And of course, that is a huge strength, strength area in Z and in fact, all of IBM. So it, it applies that way also, where you're, you're talking literally to the same clients that have been in the Z design councils for many years. You're just talking to a different group within that client but they have the same problems and it's the same overall client problems that you're trying to address and bring value to. Well, let's go back to that, that financial services cloud. Cause that's, that made my ears perk up. Um, is it, how is that specifically built for financial services as opposed to something more for, you know, I'm going to say like gaming or retail or something like that? Yeah, good question. So uh, be- before I get to the financial services, I kind of have to talk to the journey that, led up to it. So over the past two yep. years within IBM Public Cloud, we're, we've been on a journey to kind of rebuild and refocus around resiliency, new capabilities, high availability. And there, there's been several threads kind of coming together in 2019 that then enabled the base of the financial services cloud. So one of them was around just building out the multi-zone regions where you can have a regional API that talks to three data centers within a multi-zone region and you get, you know, kind of cloud native high availability capabilities with that infrastructure. Then we did Mm -hmm. big updates to our core network capabilities for higher performance, higher bandwidth, a more pervasive interconnectivity across the services. And then we brought in what we call our next-gen infrastructure, which is really bringing virtual private cloud capabilities to IBM Public Cloud, which GA'd in October of 2019. And the virtual private cloud, you know, you're talking about significant improvements where we, we brought – we brought the hyperscale capability to IBM public cloud, um, greater than 10x increases in provisioning speed for VSIs, elasticity, networking performance, virtual server performance, coupled with security and isolation as part of the base design within virtual private cloud. So those things coming together in the second half of 2019 then enabled the next step of moving to this financial services cloud. And that's really about taking the capabilities we have, but then building in the security and compliance necessary to 
enable the journey to cloud for these highly regulated workloads in the financial services industry. And of course, we partnered with Bank of America as our first partner, and we're building out more partners. We're building out a broader ecosystem, and we have a set of uh, enterprise controls that are really based on security and compliance, which is one of the biggest pain points when you're trying to move workloads especially highly regulated workloads to a public cloud, you have to demonstrate within your cloud, which we do very well in IBM, that we have the necessary compliance, security, and controls that we can show evidence for because that's what enables the regulators within the the industry to approve workloads moving to this cloud. And, And when you start doing that, then you start to build out the ISVs, realize that hey, if I partner with IBM Public Cloud, I can also inherit these compliance and security attributes that IBM is certified on, and that will also help the ISV's business. So you're starting to build this ecosystem out that we can optimize around and hopefully copy it to other highly highly regulated industries as we build out the financial services industry first. It's kind of interesting the way you're, you're talking about it because uh, what, what you're really bringing to the table is a way of maybe simplifying is the wrong word, but making that, that capability available in a way that would be probably a lot more difficult in a traditional x86 environment. And, and the kind of key thing that people look for in cloud is, is simplification, right? I want to be able to do all this stuff and take all this capability without doing as much work, right? And so really, you know, we're talking about Z being the, the thing that allows um, some of the business agility in a, in a simpler way. And I think it's kind of interesting that the platform that everybody thinks of as hard is the one that's providing this. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the the anchor services of the financial services cloud and enabling highly regulated workloads, the anchor services are, are around Z, hyper-protect crypto. You get to keep your own keys for data encryption, protected at FIPS 140-2 level four, hyper-protect database as a service, complete data confidentiality for sensitive data, hyper-protect virtual servers. So you can kind of keep your own key with those and, and that's the base for confidential computing. So those services are really the anchor of the financial services cloud and is really one of the foundational reasons we're able to offer it. How does somebody, uh, let, let's say that they've kind of um, hit the snooze button a couple uh, years <laughs> on doing any sort of cloud migration, how can somebody get started on the right foot right now with what's going on? So um, the way I would answer that one is within our hybrid cloud platform, which is really based on four component areas. And then within those main areas, there's entry points that were essentially meeting clients on their journey to cloud. So If you look at the four main areas, the foundation is really built around OpenShift, which of course was enabled by the Red Hat acquisition. 
OpenShift runs seamlessly across Z, including private and public cloud Z. Um, it runs on IBM Public Cloud. It runs on on other clouds. So OpenShift is really a foundational technology for this. Then we have our containerized middleware progression that we've been on in IBM over the past few years uh, in cloud packs, where we have IBM software that's been containerized for apps, data, integration, and automation. We have cloud packs for security and multi-cloud management. And the security and compliance one is anchored on Z, as I mentioned already. So the way, if you, if you were a client on the journey to cloud, which all of our clients are, we yep. are we have a platform where we can meet the client where they are on their journey to cloud. And it really starts with having a conversation of what are your current issues that you're addressing in your IT infrastructure and journey to cloud, and whether you're coming at that from accelerating your mainframe modernization and, and making sure you have a mainframe front and center in your, in your public cloud strategy, whether you're trying to integrate third-party software as a service, whether you're trying to do all your new platform applications as cloud native and deploy deploy anywhere and manage consistently across private and public. So there's many entry points that we talk about with clients across this hybrid cloud platform and the, the strength of the IBM strategy and the IBM skills we have is we can meet clients where they are and help on their journey and really enable the platform value of the hybrid cloud platform, which is better than taking this siloed approach of just looking at mainframe modernization on its own, or just looking at new cloud native applications, but not connecting that to what you're doing on the mainframe. So the value is connecting these together and the common fabric across OpenShift is what enables a lot of this. So this is to me is, you know, as you know, really interesting because of the fact that I spend a lot of time talking to, to different customers about uh, modernizing their environments. How hard has it been to get uh, executives to understand that they have this power in their environment and it belongs in the cloud? Um, like I said, I, I don't see it from my view. And, and maybe this is just because I see it through the lens of the, of the financial services cloud. Now it, it comes up, the clients are asking for this. They, they want the capabilities of Z and the technology leadership that Z brings. They want to be able to consume that as a cloud service. So when you look at the need on the client side and how we are driving, um, the, so the public cloud team has a really tight relationship with Z, um, mainly through Rohit's team, but it's also broader than Rohit's team. It's kind of pervasive across Z, and, and some of that's because of my direct connections and a lot of the people that came from Z and moved into public cloud. But we have... Z developers embedded in the squads on the public cloud side that are learning how to develop cloud native 
within the IBM public cloud and bringing the Z capabilities to the IBM public cloud. And that the mindset shift that I was talking about before about the difference between developing a product and shipping it versus running a service, we're learning that. The Z team is learning that by being embedded in the squads on the cloud side. So that that knowledge and skill growth that's happening there will also help the Z platform as a whole because we're bringing the kind of how to develop in a public cloud directly into the Z team. Yeah. How long before clients will need to buy Zs anymore because it'll all be out in the cloud? <laughs> to me, out in the cloud, when you say hybrid cloud, I, I look at it through the hybrid cloud lens, which has on-prem tied, you know, your on-prem environment extends into the public cloud. So I, I think for a long, long time, maybe never, you know, there, won't, <laughs> there won't be, there won't be a re, you know, you, you want, you want to have these environments when you look at data sovereignty and the different reasons why you want to have both on-prem and public as part of your platform. I think that is the hybrid cloud platform. And the, there's clients that may say for some reasons they want to be all public and they'll have good reasons to do that. But in the highly regulated industries, I think they'll be for many years a combination of private and public where you'll want certain innovation to happen on a private cloud and extend them into the public cloud for certain areas. But that's all cloud to me. That, that's all about the hybrid cloud platform, which extends across private, public, and dedicated cloud. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was baiting you. I, I get that because, um, because, <laughs> because that's to me the, the 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 thing that I was hoping our listeners would get is the fact that when we're thinking of cloud these days in a in a multi cloud environment, there's always going to be components um, that reside well within your environment. And connect that cloud uh, or those cloud capabilities with cloud capabilities in the public space. That that's the direction, right? That we don't have. Um, oh, this app lives there, and that one lives over here. It it really is uh, a, a time when everything kind of combines to provide the value that you need, um, and it doesn't really matter where it comes from um, from the app. Uh, developer's point of view, it, it really matters how this stuff works. I, I love the the emphasis you put on the the infrastructure for, you know, specifically the financial services cloud, um, but just on on the way that everything is tied together. And you know, it's it's a joke that is on T-shirts now, but like, you know, <laughs> the cloud is just someone else's computer. It's it's important to remind people that you know sometimes people think of. It's like pe when people say the mainframe, there are, there's a non-trivial percent of people that think that there is one big mainframe. There's people that think that there's one big cloud and and highlighting where we can really excel in delivering better services is, I, I think, going to um, be a uh, welcome piece of education um, to a lot of people because people think of like the cloud as like a great flattener, like it runs there, it runs anywhere. Um, but there is a, it sounds like there's definitely a great opportunity to, to differentiate, um, 
in in these uh, business purposed clouds. So I'm I'm really looking forward to to seeing what happens out there. Me too. It's so exciting, it's exciting times. So uh, without revealing anything, uh, any secrets, uh, cyborg. <laughs> what what, uh, what what's next? What's in the future for for Z and Cloud? So I'll, I'll hit a few points. I think if you look at the hybrid cloud platform and where we're going, it's really going to be around agility and security. So we're going to be looking at enhancing security and compliance, reliability by design, agility through automation, and then have a platform to really bring out computing innovations, whether it's Z, power, quantum, going forward. So if you if you go into specifically on Z, where I see the future going, it's really around uh, data protection and leveraging the platform for protecting your data. So whether you look at it as Z being a root of trust in the IBM public cloud and having secure build through the stack, pervasive encryption, um, quantum safe keys, confidential computing and trusted execution environments, secure CICD for Z. There's a lot of room there for data protection leadership that we can leverage Z in our public cloud to provide that. Um, you, you look at you know, homomorphic encryption, anything we advance in encryption, the, the nice thing about having Z already integrated into our the fabric of our public cloud is we can automatically take advantage of that, right? As, as the, the future generations of mainframes come, we have the right form factor in the hardware design that we just can deploy them in the fabric of our public cloud. And then whatever new capabilities are there in terms of confidential computing or improved encryption, we can quickly offer as part of our crypto services on the IBM public cloud. And, and it doesn't even, you, you know, it's Z, but it doesn't say Z on the service, but those services will come through right away um, in our public cloud, protecting all environments. And I think we're setting ourselves up pretty well to have growth in that space. It's the gift that keeps on yeah. giving. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been, you know, um, central to business for so long that having that, that, powerful, um, secure business set of services just makes sense, right? Well, I think it's the, it, it's the powerful, secure services. It's the scalability. It's the reliability. But it comes down to the people and culture. And it's something that's in the DNA of the Z team that you just it, – it's so clear that it's there. And when you leave the – the Z team and, and move into different parts of the industry, you realize what value Z brings. And you also realize that it, it applies to so many areas that you can bring that value and, and really help advance things like the public cloud by having all the Z knowledge and bringing that to the technical strategy of the IBM public cloud. So it's about the people and the culture within Z that is so special. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're we're a little bit beyond the bottom of the hour here, and, uh, but this has been awesome. Uh, I want to thank you, Tom, for 
for being part of this and, and helping us see uh, the place that he has in the public cloud. I want to thank both of you. Um, you guys do a great job with the podcast and keep it coming. Thank you. Oh man, Charlie, run us out. You've been listening to Terminal Talk with Frank and Jeff. For questions or comments, or if you have a topic you'd like to see covered on a future episode, direct all correspondence to contact at terminaltalk.net. That's contact at terminaltalk.net. Until the next time, I'm Charlie Lawrence signing off.